0: Hey y'all, welcome back to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the Blog Cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa and I'm your host. Today I'm chatting with my dream bucket list for this Women Empowerment series, and that is Carrie Brenningham from The Real Housewives of Dallas. It's a reality show I know, but she is so amazing on it and she does so much to elevate the Hispanic culture and the Mexican Latina culture. So I really hope you really enjoy this episode, and I am so thankful and so grateful that Carrie agreed to come on when I reached out to her. Um, after a couple of emails back and forth with Bravo, we finally got it scheduled, and she finally came on, and I was so excited. So I hope you really enjoyed this chat, and you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening. back to another edition of chats from the blog cabin and today actually all the whole month of march i'm doing women's empowerment women's history because it's women's history month and i'm so excited that this guest is on carrie from real housewives of dallas but before we get started i have a quote and i normally quote a famous person a famous woman but i went and searched your instagram to find a quote so it's actually one that was just a couple of days old, I believe, and it says, "Whoever is trying to bring you down is already below you." Never ever forget that. And I love that, so I had to share that because for so many women out there, people tend—they tend to let judgment just bring them down.
1: Oh, a thousand percent. I'm mean, a huge believer. You know, I have four kids, three daughters, and I tell them that all the time. You know, just don't ever listen to those people because. They're already below you, you know, people that want to bring you down. There is jealousy or, you know, just their own insecurities. You know, you need to just keep going up and don't listen to to those people.
0: And Carrie, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Now, tell us a little bit about who Carrie is. I know who you are, but for those that aren't, they don't know who you are. Tell us about who you are.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm from Guadalajara, Mexico. I was, uh, you know, grew up there, uh, my, practically my whole childhood. I came to the United States uh, to live with my dad uh, when I was about 15. I came to Dallas to go to college. I went to SMU and got a, a marketing and finance degree from there. And then um, after SMU, I you know got married uh, super young to my uh, you know college boyfriend uh, also from Mexico, and uh, you know I, we ended up having three kids. And uh, then you know. Which is we got divorced and i got remarried to my current husband eduardo and he's also from mexico which is funny you know i've been in the states and i married two uh, mexican men and then uh so i have four kids that i'm really proud of and i was a mom for so many years and i was five years ago uh i started my jewelry line camo by carrie and you know and now i'm you know just Doing the show, jewelry, being a mom, just everything.
0: So, tell us about your journey of how you got on the Real Housewives of Dallas because I know it has to be an amazing story, correct?
1: Well, yeah, my um, a really good friend of mine, Carrie Duber. She was uh, one of the uh, original cast members, and we've been friends for over ten years. And you know, whenever they first, you know, um, asked her to do it, she was like, "Carrie, you need to try out with me," you know. And I was like no way she was like oh you would be perfect i was like no no no. like i i no i was not like even thinking about it and then every year after that you know she's like well you know they're auditioning and i was like no 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 mm-hmm. and then finally you know uh the a couple of years ago i remember i was in my kitchen and i was on the phone with her and i was like you know my kids are older now i really want to get my jewelry off the ground or do something uh, for my own i want to make my own money i'm ready to i was really re- really ready at that point to start you know doing something other than being a mom and having a career and she said well you know they're auditioning again and i was like oh gosh Carrie." i was like okay you know what this was december so just put my name see what happens and then two days later you know they call me and before you know it i was doing a skype interview and before you know it, you know, a month later, I was already like interviewing and, and it was, it was so fast by on February 14, like Valentine's day, is when uh, they called me to say, you know, uh, you're going to be on the show. So it was definitely, I was like really freaked out. I was like, ah, I can't believe it. And I was really like stressed out, but you know, then I just kind of said, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And once I decided and I just kind of went with it and I said, I'm just gonna be me and and go with the flow and see what happens.
0: See, so how much I, I can't even imagine being surrounded by cameras all the time. Did that not freak you out to begin with?
1: You know, I, I, it was a little bit at first, but you know, they they do the interviews before that to make sure, you know, you're okay with the cameras. And I think a lot of people are are not and uh and i I was very lucky that that didn't like you just have to act like they're not even there you know and 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 you and it's so weird that you really end up getting used to it and you just do your thing and you you, i mean i don't even notice them which is weird
0: that that is weird now what does it mean has has people come up to you and say thank you for being on the reality show thank you for being a person a woman of color a person of latino descent latina descent excuse me a mexican on a reality show because you don't normally see that
1: oh yeah i've had so many amazing people say thank you for representing you know the latina community uh thank you for being on the show and having an accent because you know a lot of people have accents out there not only latin people but from every culture and they I've had so many people just really appreciate the fact that I have an accent and you know and and, and you can still be successful and an accent is you know a lot of people I feel like you know which I was not aware that they thought it was almost like a disability mm-hmm. and you know because people didn't understand them or they felt ashamed. so it's been amazing uh, the whole you know accent part of it for sure uh, as, as well as you know obviously, you know, my daughter struggling with depression, me talking about how tough it is to be a woman and having a prenuptial agreement. And I'm, you know, making your own money, being so dependent on your husband. So yes, I mean, I've definitely had so many people in so many different ways relate to me and take me. And I mean, I've had so many women reach out and say that, you know, I have really motivated them to start a business or start a career uh, you know, early, I mean, later on in, in life, after kids, because a lot of people, they thought that it was just not possible, and they see me doing it and, you know, doing good. So I've motivated a lot of people, and I'm so blessed for that.
0: Have your kids ever said, Mom, don't do the reality show? Or were they 100% for you? You know, then?
1: I will say that at the beginning, a couple of my kids were extremely for. You know, two of them were very like, oh, I don't know about this. The other two were like, you know, go for it. Uh and then after the first year, I definitely think that they were all very much on board. They see that I've been thriving. They see that my business has been doing great. And they really respect that, you know, and I love them to like I be I like to be that um role model for them, you know, that they can do anything at any time. And and that yeah you are gonna have a lot of people that don't get you or don't respect you, you know, but then you're going to have a lot of people that you do inspire. So, you know, that's life.
0: How are you, have you always been this so confident in yourself or have you struggled with it?
1: You know, I definitely had a very tough childhood and I definitely think that um, my my childhood made me strong, you know, a much stronger person. So, and that's what I tell people, you know, sometimes when you have struggles in life and, you know, I. My parents were divorced when I was young and my mom was an alcoholic and, you know, I, I had a lot of struggles and I just feel like the tough times in life is what builds character, you know, I mean, uh, so I feel like, you know, don't, like I tell people, if you're struggling, if you're going through hard times, always know that you always grow on those times and you become such a better person and, and learn so much from that, so.
0: I know. I told you one of the reasons when I reached out to you that I wanted you on is because I wanted my girls because my girls are first generation Mexican-Americans. Um, I'm an American. My husband's from um, Mexico, but I wanted them to have a role model that they can look up to and someone that they can say, hey, she's made it into at least reality TV because my girls are all big reality TV people, especially my oldest one. So thank you from the bottom of my heart as a mom doing this, opening oh, up your life. I and
1: Thank you
0: and just your accent as well, and not trying to shame or not hide where you're from. Because a lot of people have to hide where they're from.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had people, oh my gosh, having you not tried to get rid of your accent or what. I go, first of all, you know, I can't even tell I have an accent <laughs> until I hear myself on TV. And I mean, I'm just used to listen to myself all the time. And secondly, you know, I mean, it, English, I didn't learn English until I was 16, you know? So I really, you know, I mean, Spanish is my first language, and, and I'm proud of it. I love, I love everything about Mexico. I love the food. I love the music. I mean, that is my heart at the end of the day, you know?
0: So do you think being on the reality show, you're able to open up to people and show people what Mexico is really like instead of what the stereotypes of what people think Mexico is like?
1: I mean, I hope, I hope so. I'm, I really, really, I mean, I was able to tell the cast, you know, to Mexico, to our house in Mexico, that uh, we is amazing and we love it. And I, I'm hoping to be able to do another, a few, you know, wanted to do a very traditional San Miguel de Allende, Mexico trip, you know, this year, so people can see that the culture is amazing, the food, and uh, you know, and and all of that. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping I can they can see a little glimpse of of what it's like.
0: Now let's talk about Camo by Carrie. Um, Why did you start that?
1: So I started that about four or five years ago because, you know, I wanted to do something for myself that it was my own uh, money and I wanted to start, you know, becoming a career person and I knew I could do it. I love jewelry. I love pearls. I really couldn't find anything that I liked in all the stores that, was not like you know old lady or whatever like i wanted some pearls make pearls in a more fashionable way you know and that were not super expensive either so i started playing with jewelry and making jewelry and necklaces and people were buying them off of me so uh you know i was like you know i think i have something special here so i just kept designing and i just loved it you know I, i just really become one of my passions i can just very therapeutic. I can sit there for hours making the signs and picking uh, you know, different gems and jewelry and and I love it. It's just really has become a big passion of mine. And I love when people buy my jewelry and wear it. And you know, it's been amazing. I I I would say that the pandemic really was tough. You know, I getting through it, you know, it was uh, I struggle like any small business. But, you know, I'm I'm doing really good right now, and I'm very proud, and I love that, you know, it's a, a woman, and Hispanic, and a small business, and I'm making it. And that's just, I mean, just amazing.
0: So are each one of your pieces handmade by you? You know,
1: uh, I love, every piece of mine is, is designed by me, and everything I picked it myself. Now that I'm selling a lot more, I do have uh, someone that helps me. Like, I take it to them and say, made me 10 of these and i tell them exactly what pearls to put on and or or all the pieces but i have help uh somebody helps me making them now
0: now because the volume has increased so much yeah. and how much do you sell on your website cuz i know a lot of times you were doing trunk shows um with Deandra so how much were the trunk shows and how much were on the websites
1: I mean, like, it all varies, you know, it's so unpredictable. I mean, and the trunk shows, we normally just do them around December. I want to be able to do some more throughout the year, maybe for Mother's Day or in the summer, some pop-ups here and there. Because I do love meeting, you know, my, I mean, people, my fans, people that are buying my jewelry. I love to show them how I wear them, how you can, you know, double them or how I work with different, you know, like my moonstone with my.
0: Uh, I think we lost you. I can't hear you, Carrie.
1: Sorry about that. So <laughs> I like how uh, you know, I can put different things together. So I mean it's just one of those, you know, uh, I, I just really enjoy meeting everybody and and, and, and and doing all of that. So yeah.
0: So do you have your girls help you at all with any of this? Because I think I saw some of your girls on the website.
1: Yes. So Sophia, you know, my oldest graduated uh, and, you know, and obviously with the pandemic and everything else life was really, really tough and she couldn't really go and get a job. So it was amazing because she, she came to work for me for uh, months, you know, now she's doing her own thing with real estate, but she still learned the business and she helps me and when I need her help. So I was very thankful that, you know, my daughter wanted to, and she's learned and she sees that, Hey, If my mom can do this business and she sees how I'm doing it, I mean, I'm the one man show, you know, I'm the one going to the World Trade Center, making all the jewelry, designing it, mailing it, taking it to UPS. And I mean, she sees that it's it's a lot of work. You know, it's not easy.
0: Well, wow, I love that the way you just said, mailing it in UPS, who knew? I mean, obviously if you want to order something, order it. Cause you get it personally. I mean, pretty much oh. delivered by you, right? Yes. Yes.
1: I package it. I deliver it. I do everything right now.
0: Yes. Wow. So let's talk, you mentioned earlier about your daughter that has depression. I also have a daughter who has depression. So I feel like so many similarities with you right now. So how are you dealing with it as a mom?
1: Oh, you know, that was a really, really tough time in my life. And, you know, it's it's a tough year. But yeah, I mean, I will say that, you know, it's just so hard for a mom because I'm used to, you know, like fixing my kids, like, you know, take them to the doctor, make sure they're okay, make sure they're fed, make sure they're bathed. And this is one area that just couldn't fix it. And it's so frustrating as a parent, you know, and I just told her, you know, sweetie, the most important thing is your, is your mental health. I am here for you. I don't care about anything else. Whatever you need at any time, you know, I I'll, I'll give you what all the whatever tools. And you know, and and I'm very thankful that she's been able to come to me, and I got able to give her some help. And and she calls me when she's has anxiety, and and I'm able to you know be there for her. I mean, and I know I cannot help her, but I'm giving her the tools and telling her that that's the most important thing. Everything else is secondary, and Hey, her health is the most important thing is like, you know, I feel like mental health is like, if you have cancer, you know, mm-hmm. it's a different form.
0: Yeah. So true. And a lot of people don't place a lot of um, emphasis on mental health. They're more like the physical health and they don't think the mental health is anything that people and should she, even she, be she, worried about. It's yeah. She,
1: especially now, you know, especially now with the pandemic and what so many people are going through, I mean, mental health is as is important as your physical health. I mean, it's just maybe even more, you
0: know. So how do you as a mom deal with that? Because honestly, I know I struggle when my daughter to- started going through therapy and everything, talking about her depression. And she's uh, also has borderline tendencies. The only reason why I'm sharing this is because she actually came on and actually did a show with me. We did a mental health, so that's her story. But she's sharing it with me. Um, but how do you, as a mom, share, you know, deal with it?
1: You know, as a mom, I think I just make sure that I call her all the time. I'm there for her. I talk to her, you know, and, you know, when she tells me, Mom, I'm fine and I'm doing good. And, I mean, I have such a peace of mind. But, you know, as a parent, you know, you're always worrying about that. So, you know, I just always I pray every night I, that she's, you know, in a good place and, and, you know, for all my kids really. I mean, and uh and just you know, like I said, like I just talk to her a lot and I just make sure that she knows that I'm always there for her and whatever she needs, you know, I will do.
0: So what do you do for yourself though?
1: Oh for myself? Yeah. Uh like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean not for that. I mean, I definitely my I mean my therapy for me is my girls. Nights, you know i mean i love going on going out with my girlfriends i love traveling you know and um you know that is really i mean my work so yeah i mean i just keep myself busy i will say you know and when i'm not having to deal with her or help her yes i mean I, i have my little getaways with my friends i like to you know do a lot of my work is therapy designing and making the jewelry and you know keeps me busy so that's good
0: See, Because a lot of times the moms tend to focus on what's trying to fix or help the children that they sometimes get so dragged down that they forget they need to help themselves as well. Yes. That's the reason why sure. I would ask. No,
1: I, I, I tell everyone, you know, it's so important to always have, it's like a balance. You always need time for you because if you're not okay, you can help anyone. You cannot be a good mom. You cannot be a good wife, you know, or a good friend. So you have to make sure that it's, it's all a balance
0: so we have a question It says, how do you discipline yourself to make time for girls getaway time
1: i just schedule them you know i i i I book them and i i mean i'm a big planner so i book everything in in advance like months in advance and you know and that's how i do it and then once you book it and you commit to a friend and and you buy your tickets then you force yourself to do those times you know
0: so it's basically you make a commitment you stick by it Mm -hmm. regardless of what's going up going on unless your daughter needs you well
1: obviously if i yeah if my daughter needed me if things came up that you know were beyond my control yeah but other than that i i i try to schedule things around my kids Like, like i make sure that there's nothing going on major and then i schedule it and i communicate that with my family and they they know (laughs)
0: <laughs> and then she says planning there it is again gotta stop flying by the seat of my pants now do you fly by the seat of your pants at all or do you kind of plan you know, like uh
1: i i've been doing it more often now actually i've always been a huge huge planner and lately i've been a little more like you know you know okay like somebody invites me like last minute like i'm like if nothing is going on i'll be like okay you know i'll do it but it's harder for me i'll I'll say it's harder but i'm trying to get better at it
0: so you mentioned earlier for those that are just tuning in that you are a native of mexico how do you keep your culture alive for your children because obviously were they they were born in the united states correct
1: yes they were born in the united states and even though when they were little i only spoke spanish to them you know now it's like oh my gosh they're go to school and they start with the English, and it's really, really hard. Um, I definitely, I pray for them, with them every single night. I mean, you know, obviously until they're like 15, really, because my almost 14-year-old still pray with her every night in Spanish. Uh, I definitely make sure that I take him to Mexico a few times a year, and I make him go eat the tacos al pastor from the street, and, you know, the torta ahogada, whatever I grew up with, they know about it. They love the tacos al Pastor, I mean, my little one, you know, when she was nine, she ate 10 tacos. And, <laughs> you know, my uh, my housekeeper's from Mexico and she speaks Spanish to them all the time. And I keep all my Mexican traditions like Los Reyes Magos, you know, the Three Kings, we do that mm-hmm. every year. And I, La, La Rosca de Reyes, I do, you um, you know all of the Mexican food in my house. You know they grew up like you know we make uh, you know everything that I grew up with, like picadillo or achiles rellenos. I mean I mm-hmm. pollo en mole. I mean all of all of the things. You know my kids know about it. They eat it. The Mexican candy. They're obsessed with it. Uh, they it's like their favorite. Uh, so yeah, I mean I just you know little uh, my music. You know when they were little. I would make, like, I love Mexican music. So I would say, okay, if you can tell me what this song is about, I'll make, you know, you make $10. So they will be listening to all my Mexican music and they have to like try to figure out what the music was about. And I'm like, oh, no, no, this is about, it. they broke up and now she's all hurt. And so it's like, I'm like, it's like a story, you know? So yeah, I mean, I always try to make sure that they, they're always, they know about their culture for sure.
0: I love that. I love the Mexican music because when my, um, if you saw in the intro, when my oldest daughter got married, the, the thing that everybody went out in the dance floor and danced to were the Mexican songs, not the American oh. songs, but the Mexican oh.
1: songs. And I love mariachi and everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have all of that in my kids' weddings. Hopefully they'll allow it.
0: <laughs> no, did they, did your girls have quinceañeras or no?
1: No, no. That's not that, you know, quinceañeras is really, uh, a very for little towns in Mexico in general, like not big cities don't have a lot of quinceañas. But what we do is uh, whenever they turn 15, instead of having that, I would take them in like a big trip anywhere they wanted to go in the world. Because I think travel is so important Mm -hmm. and I want them to see the world, you know? So my oldest daughter picked Japan. Uh, My other daughter, Olivia, picked Thailand. Uh, So they both loved Asia. And then my son picked Africa. So we were in Africa for three weeks so they all take me on these trips and and my little one I, I you know she'll be 15 next year so I'll see where she takes me but yeah I definitely take them in, in different trips where just me and them and because I wanted to see the world you know like I the culture and every part of the world is so important to me and is like really my, my favorite thing to do is to travel and learn other cultures foods and on our, and everything.
0: So how do you juggle being a mom, being on a reality show, and doing your jewelry business as well, and plus being a wife? How do you juggle it all?
1: You know, it's just the, the only way I know how to function, honestly. Like, I feel like whenever I have nothing going on, I, I, don't, I, go, I don't do anything. It's like I the more things I have going on, the better I function, which is crazy. But uh, And then, you know, my kids are, gosh, I cannot believe, you know, I, I had so, I was so busy with four little ones. And I'm down to one really. And she's so independent now she's about to be 14 and she just does her homework and has her plans with her friends. So honestly, like I don't have the carpools anymore and going here and going there, you know, my kids are, I mean, I talk to them and I help them in different ways, but it's, you know, so that time freed up for me to be able to do my business and, and travel with them. And, you know, so it's just all, Kind of i try to make it all kind of you know integrate together
0: so is there anything that you want to tell anybody that would want to try out for a reality show
1: oh i mean you know it has a lot of great positives a lot of negatives uh obviously if um, you decide to do it you have to know that you know you have to be yourself and there's a lot of people that will love you, a lot of people that won't. You have to have thick skin, you know, and you're just gonna have to, you know, really weigh the positives and the negatives.
0: You just brought up thick skin, because obviously I know you get a lot of pushback. Number one, I know there's gotta be a lot of racial stuff going on, but also too with some people that it, they, you, they have a favorite character and you and the favorite character are not only say character, favorite person on the show, just not a character on the show. And you are kind of like in a argument with each other. It's kind of hard and you have to have a thick skin. And do you read your own press at all?
1: I mean, yeah, I do, but you know, you also look at yourself some things and I, and I will say that, I mean, like everything, you know, you go, I could have handled that situation differently. And, you know, so it's also like a learning experience and it's also a little bit like therapy, you know, because you kind of go through it and you learn a lot about yourself Uh, because, you know, not a lot of people get to watch themselves on TV and, uh, and see how you act and then also see how other people react to it. And it's, you know, it's also a learning experience.
0: So how do you keep so positive? Because the whole time you're like so positive, you're smiling and you're like talking and I can tell it's not echo because you're just like that on TV. And even on uh, during our Instagram conversation, just a little snippet, you could tell you're always so sweet and so positive. So how do you stay like that and not let the world get you down?
1: Guys, you know, I mean, I've always been an optimist. I don't like to be a pessimist. And like, uh, and yeah, believe me. I mean, I go through hard times and, and we all do but i definitely feel like i i do i try to the majority of the time i try to look at the positive life is short you know and i try not to let the negativity or uh you know that bring me down i mean i try to make the most the best out of life and you know i've had a tough childhood like i said and tough things in my life but i you know like i come out of those better and i'm honestly like it's, it's a, state of mind I guess I'm very blessed that I'm able to to be positive and be happy in general and you know make the most out of it I'm very lucky for sure
0: yeah so what do you what would you say to a little girl I want to put a Latina girl in there because to me like I said you're a role model what would you say to them about growing up in America when it's not really about their culture what would you say to them
1: Oh, my gosh, I would say, you know, you you are special no matter what, where you come from. You're always special. And, and, you know, you can whatever you set your mind, you can do it and you can accomplish it. Don't let anyone tell you no. The most successful people out there being told no, you're not going to make it, you know. So always like listen to to your heart and go with it and don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise, because those people that are telling you that they're, you know, like, is their issues, not yours. So always keep going and no matter where, you, you know, where you're from, it's so it's important to always believe in yourself.
0: And to remember where you came from too, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Of course.
0: So is there one last nugget that you want to leave us with uh, since it's Women History Women Empowerment Month that you would like to share with anybody? I
1: mean, I'm just, you know, feel like we, we women are just so, so strong and we need to, you know, empower each other more than bring each other down and i think you know like i feel like men are always have each other's back they never talk bad about each other they will never you know tell if my husband would never tell me anything that her friend did and as women you know, need to learn to do that more mm-hmm. often need to have each other's back and help each other out because i feel like in general you know we love to bring each other down and we need to change that because until we start changing that you know we're not gonna more powerful i mean and i feel like that's why men are so much more powerful in general sometimes because they have each other and we as women need to learn to have each other and and lift each other and help each other
0: okay we do have one last question it says what's your morning routine i've been working on establishing mine so she's curious uh
1: my morning routine is like (laughs) i don't i'm always in a hurry (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, I don't, I don't have time to have a big routine at all. I just wake up. I, I definitely always eat breakfast. I like to have 90% of the time I have a couple eggs and avocado. I love that. I drink a lot of green tea. I put uh, my avocado cream in my eyes in the mornings, let it soak in to hydrate my eyes and, um, take a nice shower. I like to bring like, it's so funny, a cup of ice in the shower and put it in my face. It kind of like makes me kind of wake up and and I, you know, it just feels good and you know, it's been great. So, I don't know if that's a secret, but I do that a lot and it's amazing.
0: I've never heard of ice in the shower. That's that's pretty cool. I'm going to try that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I need mean, the puff the puffs my eyes, you know, like if I'm puffy. I'll put my eyes in the shower with my eyes and my face and it just feels really good
0: oh wow and she says it sounds like she's my people is what she said with the laughing <laughs> <emoji>. <laughs> so carrie tell people where they can find you
1: you know you can find me on instagram at carrie Britt, uh, and you can have me at camo by carrie that the camo by carrie is my instagram so yeah i mean my website is also camo by so love for love for your support
0: you know and <laughs> all right carrie i want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing this time with me and for actually agreeing to come on and i mean because that was like you were i had a bucket list of women that i wanted on and i you were on my bucket list oh, i just man. you were thank like you. the top
1: oh thank you for having me on and it was a pleasure and you know thank you
0: all right, guys, we will see you on the next chat from the Blog cabin. Bye. Y'all, if I didn't adore Carrie before, I adore her now. I absolutely stinking adore her. She was so gracious, answered the questions, talked about the culture. We have a lot of things in common. We talked a little bit before the show came on, and I told her how nervous I was. She's like, oh, you'll be fine. So I am so thankful and forever thankful that she is. She came on. You can catch her on Tuesday nights right now um, on Bravo, uh, The Real Housewives of Dallas. I, she's, an, <laughs> she's a character on that show for sure. But I love how she showed up. If you want to go to YouTube, she just showed up and it was like a regular person having a conversation. I was so nervous about chatting with her, but it was actually a really great conversation. And I wish I could have chatted with her more, but I actually ran out of things to say to her because I only had a few talking points. And you know, when you're talking to someone that you really like admire and you're like, your mind goes blank, that was me. But... Uh, once again, I want to thank Carrie for coming on, and I think she shared a little bit of, of life behind reality TV, life that we all are the same, whether we're on TV or not on TV, sharing about her culture. I love the fact that my girls have a Mexican um, woman to look up to on reality TV, because all you see are mostly white American women, so I love the fact that that she's a role model for them and i really want to thank her once again for coming on if you enjoyed this episode if you enjoyed any of the other episodes of chats in the blog cabin please please like subscribe leave a rating or review Um, if you're watching this on if you watch on youtube go subscribe to the channel give me some thumbs up give me some stars if you're if you're listening to this wherever you're listening to and i just really thank you so much for being part of the podcast family. And I am just so encouraged that I am picking up some more new listeners every day because of this series. And I think it's important. Um, I made a decision last night that I'm not, I'm going to stop doing it every single solitary day, but I'm going to continue to do the women empowerment quotes, and I'm going to intend continue to showcase all women. I mean, we'll have guys on because I am an equal opportunity podcast, but. I really want to focus more on the women and what they're doing because I don't think they have a voice. So, with that said, be blessed and remember, keep chatting.